Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. On today's Cannabis Legalization News, you're going to learn all the news that happened in Cannabis Legalization uh, last week, including something about Seed Junkie and Cookies. Gonna, they're going to have beef, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Matt Gates has proposed uh, to stop testing cannabis for the military. Uh, that's our lead story. There's also a push for legal weed, uh, and it's hitting a wall now that most of the low-hanging fruit has been picked. Uh, Meta-owned social media app Threads just came out this week, made a lot of news. One of the things you might not have known is if you tried to find an alcohol brand, you can. But if you try to find a cannabis brand, you will be asked if you need drug treatment. Uh, and then we'll play some 420 somewhere. Stonios finally got a dunning letter from the uh, FDA. Overuse of weed is linked to surgery complications. Uh, we have a name that strain. Cure Leaf was up a whole bunch for like no real reason and more. So let's do cannabis legalization news for July 2023. Miggy, how are you? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. We're just burning through the dog days of summer 2023. Uh, I like the news from Matt Gates, which I, I really you know, kind of hey. find myself interesting saying that. It's, it has nothing to do with the weird stuff. It just has to do with not testing people in the military. Well, you know, like even that concept. a broken clock is right twice. That's true. Uh, sometimes the sun shines on a dog's ass. Uh, there you so go. Proposed amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act by Matt Gates would end cannabis testing for members of the military, both when they're enlisted and accepting a commission. I like it. Uh, it's yeah. HR twenty six seventy, and I, we support that at Cannabis Legalization News. Well, it hits a lot of points that um, I just saw a news story uh, yesterday on uh, like I don't know CBS Good Morning, one of those shows, you know, mainstream shits, and uh, they talked about how the military is having issues with their standards right they're, it's like you know their standards are like so high or whatever but it's really not about lowering your standards about it's about changing them you know it's like the, the height weight requirement you right. know when i was when i was in the navy dude 
I never understood half the time, like like all the PRT running and stuff, the requirements that I had to do. Because for me, at no time will a machine ever have to. I'll, I'll ever have to run after a machine. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I work on. I work on machines. So at no time uh, will I have to run after a machine. Yes, but what if the machine starts chasing you, Niggy? That's what they're trying to get you ready for. I'm already uh, praising our, our our robot AI lover overlords. Uh, so, yes, know. yes. Thank you. And that brings us to today's sponsor, Robot AI Overlords. They run things. <laughs> this show brought to you by AI because we're not real. <laughs> <laughs> have not been real since '03. Uh, but, you know, let's get back to some more real news. Not that Miggy and I are not real. Uh, this is the this was probably like the biggest trending news yeah. of the week. Do we have a trending bumper? If we do have a trending bumper, we might as well nail it. Dude, Sea Junkie and Cookies got beef. And I'm a lawyer, so I'll try to give some insight on this. But the this is out of BeardBrothersFarms.co. Right. Uh, they didn't really provide like a copy of the actual complaint, nor I was really busy this week, so I did not have time to read the complaint for like, okay. you know, just kick my feet up, read a complaint about fiduciary duties, uh, which are fun. And so somebody violated their best interests. That's what a fiduciary duty uh, case is, if you have them. Well, it's a fiduciary. They, go that ahead. Means, that's, a, that's what fiduciary stands for. Is that what it means? It means like, okay, you uh, and I had a deal. Okay, it's corporations. Right. And so the board of directors owes a fiduciary duty to the corporation to act in its best interest, which typically means maximizing shareholder value, a.k.a. profits. And so everybody who hates corporations, it's because you hate fiduciary duties to act in somebody else's best interest. Sure, right, right. Why not? Um, well, but that's that's essentially what it was. And as being a shareholder, this guy said he was oppressed because Burner and Cookies um, – abused their fiduciary duties to seed junkie when it came to the mints LLC or whatever strains they were selling. Uh, and then those might have started to eat into cookies bottom line. And so they huh. uh, stopped promoting the corporate interests of this LLC, which is mints LLC, which was a joint venture. However, remember in LLCs, and a lot of times in mine, we waive all fiduciary duties, by the way. And we well, said we can outrightly compete with you. This is legalization, though, right? Like, Burner Comments uh, responded by making it on Instagram. This desperate times call for desperate measures. Shout out to all the legacy cannabis operators that handle shit like men. Heavy is the head. So, like, I think that's kind of funny, though, because, I mean, the, the whole thing about legacy is you don't have any rights. Like, the whole thing about legalization is to have, like, legal, uh, you know, uh, repercussions. You know, there's, you know. You can go to court and sue for violations of fiduciary duty. You can't do that. Like, even if it's La Cosa Nostra, I mean. I don't think that you can file a suit against the mafia for like violating the fiduciary duties because they try to whack a made guy. That makes right. no sense, you know. But uh, once you go legal and it's legitimate and you are oh, an actual corporation, but this is an LLC, not an actual corporation, there's differences. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's well, I mean, the C Corps are just the best for, okay. um, for dispensaries. Well, I trust you, Baker guy. I trust you. Hey, uh, Mr. Guy with the stuff and the things about the numbers. Hey, yeah, yeah. My, my thing is just measurement. Your thing is the actual, like, uh, yep. the legal uh, rigmarole. The rigmarole. But uh, that's what they have. They have a beef with uh, Seed Junkie Genetics and Burner and Cookies. Did you see uh, Beard Bros uh, Instagram post, too? They made a, uh, there is no SOP for culture. There's that was no kind SOP of funny. for culture. Well, I don't know if you look at our diversity protocols, perhaps, but then that's that's like it's not. It's either you're putting that SOP together or those those terms together so that you just win the license or comply with whatever they've said. Well, hey, cannabis will be one of those things, though. It'll be like a I mean, we're getting to the alphabet soup of things, right? Because actually for corporations, it's the ESG, right? These are the ones that are. Oh, sure. sure that ESG and DSI. Yeah, so like that eventually will trickle the cannabis industry once uh, it becomes federally legal, right? Right now we're just dealing with this fifty-five type bullshit, which I don't think well, we'll get into it later. But the trademark stuff, I, mm -hmm. I, I think you're, you're they're not going to get any real results until there's actually a federal legalization on this thing. Yeah, and that may be a minute. And so uh, speaking of how long federal legalization be. It may be a minute. Uh, new story out of Politico magazine. And so Politico is saying that the push for legal weed has now only got hostile red ground left, which if you look around, except for Pennsylvania, it's basically the case. 
This uh, is unfortunate, it, dude. Because I, well, I just... 23 states, maybe 24. We can get Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's got a new bill. We'll talk about it in the coming show. We don't have it in this show. Uh, so tune in for Pennsylvania. You know, thumbs up. Everybody loves you guys out there. I'm just dismayed by the Republican Party, though. I don't think anything will ever happen, even though, you know, Matt Gates and Nancy Mace occasionally have shining light, you know, like things that are like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. 98% of it is garbage, right? It's like, I, I, saw, I read it a, a, a meme once where somebody was upset because somebody stole their meme or whatever. And the person I hate says, when somebody steals your meme. Well, hey, man, it was like, that was my idea. You're not following me. Stole somebody else's idea. Yeah, but like the whole "you're not following me" bullshit or whatever. And but the person goes, "Well, you know, just because you find a brick in the garbage doesn't mean you take the whole garbage with you." So, you know, right now it's like uh, the Republican Party is just a bag of garbage. Like to me, like I wish, like the, remember the Tea Party shit and all the uh, that was uh, messed up. Birtherism. You remember, remember small government and personal freedoms. Remember well, Ronald Reagan? That used to be conservative, to right? What that used to, to be. Yeah. what that was it you understood no no it's all jesus and and saying the game is rigged now it's pretty much it's terrible well that's what I'm saying. But, I, uh, back in the day it was about personal freedom and small government it made sense it made sense for the majority as an american right that can cover everybody whether you you know as a, a sweeping brush right right this is stuff that's going on right now it's just uh just it's a, it's a hands may tell in the making that's all this is Speaking of hands made tales in the making, the political article that says that uh, all the stuff that we've already done to legalize was easy and also over. Uh, now the only states that remain, except for Pennsylvania, are fairly conservative. Uh, we're talking about the Carolinas, the Dakotas, the Iowas, Indianas, and Idahos, otherwise known as the Triple Idiots. And um, those states ain't going to go quick, you know. Well, you can really just look at the the the, the lower end of the educational. Uh, yeah, Mississippi know. has legalized medical, but it's not got the big, best launch yet. And so uh, they are saying that $35 billion of cannabis sales should happen this year, and it will only double by 2030. That means that between now and seven years from now, uh, the, the cannabis industry should only roughly double in size. Uh, that means that there might be fewer states in the future having ballot well all the ballot initiatives are pretty much gone let's uh let's look at the map huh. and uh the yellow states means adult or medical the blue states means medical uh there it's true like you do have a lot of these medical states but a lot of them are pretty darn conservative for example yeah. utah uh and like ohio has got a very robust Did I just mute you? Oh, Tom muted. You, you're on mute, Tom. You were talking, and then you went on mute. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, you see, on, the, on the computer. On the here you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. It, now you're also your mic switched over. You might have unplugged something or something. Go to your settings. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the it's these wires, and so the problems is the wires. When will they make? One of these yetis without fucking wires. You well, that, that's why I, I was checking mine first because I thought it happened to me. I was like, shit, did I fuck up? But uh -huh. you know what's funny, dude, is like, and this is kind of why I'm doing the podcast in the front of the house in my home and, and my leisure time with my with my weed here that I'm not afraid to like, I couldn't do this in Kentucky. I wouldn't do this in Tennessee. I wouldn't do, I am in suburba, suburbia America, not giving a fuck about. See, you're oh, in that yellow part of the map yeah. right up there near canada which is also all yellow up there and then you have montana and, and i just love the gray the gray parts if you're in one of those gray areas on the map i'm sorry it's also I'm tough. so sorry why and it's also tough to be a woman in those states well especially if you're pregnant i'm just I don't saying know it. That's what I'm um saying. but yeah out of what we have right there uh, Oklahoma repudiated it with their most recent ballot initiative but oklahoma is a uh, very open state then we have we have Florida, we have uh, Kentucky. No, no, we don't. Kentucky is is Andy Bashir needs to win this year. It's the one north of Kentucky, Ohio, and then Pennsylvania to the east of that. Those are the really next three states. But you have to understand that that population shift. It's twenty million in Florida and twelve million each in Pennsylvania and uh, Ohio. So we're talking about a swing of another forty-four million Americans when those three states go. 
And it, I mean, New York, they gave me press releases this year uh, or this week. They're, they're now on the dispensary 17 or 18. And every time they open yeah. a dispensary, they send out a press release like it's special or something. <laughs> Can you imagine if like Arizona, not Arizona, New Mexico yeah. was sending yeah. out pe- press releases every time there was a dispensary opened? Or- or like every time you open a Starbucks or something, just even, any other like yeah. business, right? How many uh, announcements do you get every day? But you know, each store has to put up their noise out there, right? Because it's not that easy to the marketing. It's not it's not available for everybody. But you know, it's coincidence too. Looking at the, that map, um, to think about it, is once those states turn right, which are the hardest states because they are the most uh, run by. Uh, uh, like the conservatives, whatever you want to call them, the fear mongers. But it's it's also representation of like the way the Constitution was written, right? Where the the smallest party has the loudest voice, right? Like like, like the reason why McConnell was able to hold us back for so many long, even though he's only a small portion of whatever you know his population. It's just crazy that that small amount of uh, states and population is holding the rest of the country back. Yeah, and it it is, but also. Um the country's divided. The country's fairly equally divided with Republican and Democrat or liberal and conservatives. So once those other three states sweep in and then Texas comes online, that may take a decade. And so it still might be a decade of us doing this podcast, waiting for cannabis legalization. And then it'll just be cannabis industry news. But Uh, I I think just me, though, I I think uniformly, both sides are down, right? The only... Like you said, the, the, the whole Jesus thing, the whole abortion is the only thing that's like dividing like America right now, right? This, this no. legalized, well, that uh, people's fear of like, and again, the whole bridesmaid tell controlling like people's pants, whatever reason. Yeah. Where you can have real Well, policy. I miss privacy. We used to have it right? in America. But- I don't understand how you can be free if you don't have the right to privacy. Like, doesn't that not make any sense? It's like, well, this is a free country. Oh, no, no, it's not. This is an intrusive country. It would be free if you had the right to just be let alone and be you know, left to your own devices and keep to yourself as a private citizen. But, and, and again, the, the people in charge are like this, this weird religious, like, you know, I remember during like 9-11 when, were, you know, the, the, anything Muslim was given a hard, you know, hard time and feared or whatever. And it seems to be like there's always got to be a boogeyman. And, and right now, we could have nice things like legalization if they stop having these weird-ass boogeymen. Like, this is, you know, what common thing... Most people don't give a fuck about each other when it comes to, like, your personal bedroom or what you're smoking or consuming. But because a small... None of my business. I don't you know? give a fuck. Yeah, you, know, you do you, as long as no one's calling the cops. Or, you right. know, you're not hurting nobody. But Jesus. <laughs> but, and then even then... You know, these people are creating like like made up uh, 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 figures for, for, for basis of law, right? Like the recent LGBTQ thing, right? Like how is it there's some manufactured case with a manufactured pretend, uh, 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 what is it, uh, something that hurts you, you know, some sort of uh, wrong Damage. to you? Yeah, yeah some, a tort. A tort is a physical hurt. But it was make-believe, though, because the situation never happened. Right. I can give you a, a hundred situations of people in jail for weed. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Remember, it is 20 past the hour on the East Coast. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be back after this important commercial break. Miggy, we got some big news for the, yes. the audience. And I'm so, so stoked the audience is tuning in. And you're going to want to tune in next week. That's yes. right. Don't forget to tune in next week. And if you haven't already, and I'm assuming you have if you're still watching, subscribe and like us and like a lot of our videos because then you'll be able to get notice. Uh, Miggy and I may win a dispensary on the 13th, which is Thursday. Now, Miggy and I all, uh, uh, you know, admittedly do not have a large chance of winning a dispensary. I mean, we don't have a 50% chance. We have a 9% chance. So uh, next week, there is a 9% chance Miggy and I will be totally geeked on the show because we would have won a dispensary. I would make so much content just from that, dude. I, I, I you know, if we do get this, I hope to break it down. And because I imagine the hardships of like, there's lots of people who have already been thoughts and dreams, but you know, you've been, already been involved in people's uh, businesses establishing this will be a new thing for me. It'll be fun. 
oh yeah, and I got uh, just the guy who could help us out if we win. Uh, and then I worked on the contracts and several, uh, okay, and so there's an incubator right now in Missouri. We're going to get you in the incubator for Missouri because you're also eligible there with your arrest record. Nice. Uh, which is nice. And so, like, you know, if you want to get a micro in Missouri, don't forget to hit us up right there over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. You're going to find at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, there is a little area for you to fill something out. Uh, and by that, I mean it's right there. And so we just uh, created a new blog post. This one's Cannabis Business and Financing Tips and Strategies over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. And they have this little pop-up that you can fill out and tell us about how you are eligible to get a cannabis license in Missouri. Uh, their social equity is basically as follows. You have to have been arrested. So, Miggy, uh, your marijuana arrest uh, qualifies you yep. uh, or your, your, your parents or your kids, and so then you would have to prove uh, paternity for your children, which is pretty easy. Uh, And then there's uh, income levels, and then there's also zip codes, and then there's also disabled veteran. Hey, you're a veteran, but are you disabled? I am not. I don't. Well, I don't have the, uh, the, 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 yeah, I don't have the disability marked. I'm already uh, in process of, but, um, you know, oh, shit, man, something just occurred to me, Uh, but uh, never mind. So uh, stay tuned, because then if we don't hit next week, we'll put Miggy into a Mickey, uh, an incubator where he qualifies. If I had a cannabis arrest, I'd get in the incubator, too, if I qualified. Oh, but, yeah. My arrest. Uh, you know, it's funny, too, because we talked about the military today, but my arrest altered my course in my uh, military, because when I first joined, um, I uh, was given, like, a $10,000 bonus, sign-on bonus, along with, like, a badass computer school. I would have been one of those, like, weird-ass PSYOPs people. But then, because nice. I got arrested, yeah, but because I got arrested, they're like, you know what? Take away the money, and we're going to change your school. But it worked out for the best because, you know, it was still in uh, electronics, and it was still the education that I really wanted to di- get. So that it worked out for me in the end. But it could have been better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my comments on life. It's like, well, no shit. What are you doing about tomorrow? Come on. Step it up a notch. But, oh. uh, you know, who's not? Uh, Marijuana Moment reporting, uh, Meta-owned social media app Threads direct users to drug treatment help when searching for cannabis, by that I mean marijuana, or psychedelics, but not when searching for alcohol or cigarettes. Uh, Known carcinogens, but uh, when you search for known illegal products, uh, they are forced to change the content they show you. So when I um, typed in cannabis in the searches, I'm doing it right now, um, I'm not seeing any, uh, and again, I don't mess with the app that much, but all I'm seeing is names. I'm not seeing any like uh, real posts of anything. So I wonder if I type in beer, what kind of uh, results? I don't know. Get? I'm just saying that uh, it's this juxtaposition based entirely on the federal laws and nothing to do with the substance and the, the relative harm that the substance actually has. It has everything to do with the law and nothing to do with the facts. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this app is still uh, working its way out, but uh, it's a little less toxic than Twitter, I think, so far. Well, uh, I'm assuming that the reason why he's doing that is because Elon Musk is being baited by Mark Zuckerberg into a pretty bro-esque uh, jujitsu pay-per-view I'd pay for uh, it. event. Uh, I would maybe so at the it. Roman Coliseum, perhaps. I would still pay for it. They like, would take my money. I mean, they would take your money. And that would be the birth of Iron Man. Because then Elon <laughs> would get his butt kicked and he would vow revenge and then use Neuralink and his, and his other stuff to become Tony Stark for real. Like and an put on an, arm and, an armor suit. And like, I'm going to best him this time. Yeah. Yeah, it would definitely be like an Iron Man for evil, though. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> you know, you only do so much with good. I'm just thinking. But yeah, that's why we have no Batmans, though. Yeah, yeah, all over Batman's are almost 70. Did you notice that? But um, so, yeah, threads. It's uh, it is basically Twitter. But if the money went to Facebook and uh, they and this is the same thing. So, like, if you try to find and we're not on threads, by the way, but we are on Facebook and have been for a good, good while. Uh, You can find us over at Facebook.com backslash free THC. You may be asked if you need drug treatment resources uh, because it is still a federal crime. And we're sorry about that. We're doing what we can. Uh, I'm going to write a letter to Joe Biden and and close uh, several thousand dollars for his reelection campaign. Because, And I'll say, hey, 
if you support this, everybody will forget about all that cocaine they found at your house. <laughs> it's the Carter administration all over again, man. Yeah, except uh, we don't have Billy beer. No, but you know that. I mean, that was why uh, we didn't have legal weed in the early '70s because we came so close, and then Keith dropped, knocked him out. Whoops! Hey, yeah. speaking of whoops, why don't you guys uh, help us out over there at our our New York office? And so, if you guys would just drop a five star review over at our New York office and say why we're awesome, we'd really appreciate that. You can find that link. Uh, in theory, I could put it down in the actual show after we're done being live, but it's in the chat. Right on, right on. We got right some on, right uh, on. trending. What's, well, well, what's the news? next news? Oh, yes. This one is interesting. And and we've seen this a lot. A this, lot. This is, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, that's the show notes. This is one of the reasons why uh, we are still looking for a YouTube intern that can help us produce the show. Stonio's cannabis cookies look too much like Oreos, according to the Federal Trade Commission. This is being reported out of Reuters. They they, they treat this though like this is like a, a one state brand, like this is a one company issue, right? Like that's why I was saying like until federal legislation happens, we're gonna have this silly stuff happen all the time. Where when I was in Cali, dude. Yeah, but this have... is this is straight up trademark oh, yeah. infringement i mean like they they're infringing numerous trademarks let's count them they're they have dabisco dabisco as opposed to nabisco so they're infringing over there they have stonio instead of oreos so they got a little bit of infringement they're calling it double stuff i believe that's actually actually also another oreo so a little Probably. bit a little bit of infringement over there the yeah. cookie may also have some trade dress protection i'm not sure i'm not nabisco's lawyer uh, especially when it comes to the ip but uh, that may be an issue. And then it's Stoner's favorite cookie. Now, the only problem that I have with that is that there should be an apostrophe after the S on the word Stoner's. So it is their favorite cookie as opposed to plural Stoner's favorite cookie. That makes no sense. But again, Stonios. But again, until there's federal cohesiveness, this is just what they're looking at is one uh, farmer, one one person who marketed one. You know, uh, they're not going to crack this down. They're going to have to have 50 individual lawsuits or 51. You know what I'm saying? In each state. Because uh, just recently, Kelly, I bought some, like, they were Ritz crackers. Like, they looked like the Ritz crackers in a box. And they, they had the same pun shit on there. M&M. They, they were breaking the law before well, yeah. and making money. Are. Yeah. Why would they now comply a little bit with the law and break a little bit of the law? How are they going to enforce that? Are they are they trying to sue they them? They should like, like how they're doing them. They're, well, it's an FTC claim, and so the the FTC in theory can take legal action against them. Like like but like, then, like like, like, uh, I, like No, no, not like like a civil action. Like hey, give mm. the money back, uh, um, that kind of stuff, where they will sue you, mm. um, as opposed to uh, like more of an indictment where they're going to throw you away and give, call you a bad name, like a felon. So they're going to keep going on. Like, there's still going to be real repercussions from this. And let, I mean, if this person's pulling in some chain. People don't like to be sued, especially by, like, the like the SEC is suing you for something. Maybe it's not a crime, but if they're suing you for damages, and those damages, according to the federal statute that they are, you know, uh, enforcing against your operations, you know, you could lose your license, you could do you think these guys are operating up licenses? Do you think these guys, no, these guys are Well, there's a hemp license in there somewhere if they got the THC. And so somebody, and that's the way they regulate it now, where they just have the USDA saying, here's the cultivation, but they don't have any regulation for any other shit. I don't think I don't think we're seeing this in the stores of dispensaries or... Uh, uh, I mean, oh, dispensaries used to be. wouldn't touch this shit. What I was saying, like, like silly. any legal structured market, whatever their states are, they're not, like I said, I... I found these off a phone number from somebody I called off a menu. And then I was highly disappointed at my last order, by the way. I still won't call you out, but I got some booty ass weed last time. I was very disappointed in you. So shame on you for that last bud. But that's the problem of like uh, ordering from a stranger's number, right? Who am I going to complain to? Where, where, I, where am I going to yelp? Where, you where? are going to yelp. Again, once again, Reuters magazine, it's not Reuters magazine, Reuters, Thomson Reuters, they, they have publications. Uh, and they say that they have six companies, not just one, but six. So these letters were sent to uh, by the Federal Trade Commission and also the Food and Drug Administration saying that the, these things that you're doing are appealing to children. 
And uh, these products could be mistaken easily for Doritos, for Cheetos, for Nerds, for Oreos. So the products include Double Stuffed Stonio, made by Tabisco, Jolly, Ranchy Gummers, uh, Jolly Rancher Gummy Sours, Cheetos Extra Flaming Hot, also containing THC. Uh, and then the FDA has received more than 125 reports of kids. Oh, that's terrible. From uh, 18 months, tens of the reports specifically mention the edible products or copycat of the particular of the popular foods. Mm-hmm. So this uh, copycat model is is normal. Uh, and then so they, the letter says you must cease marketing edible Delta 8 THC products to children. Good work. Uh, Frito-Lay, who owns Doritos, said and they even issued a statement uh, applauding the agency's action and curtailing these deceptive practices. It was seeking legislation that would criminalize THC edibles using packaging that infringes on a famous snack brands. So there you go. They are trying to, the Frito-Lay is trying to make um, parody, but then again, like it's intoxicating parody targeting children, mm-hmm. a crime. And it, but here's the thing, though. This is going to continue on until I can't buy the packaging on Amazon. Right, like, like you're yeah. not going to knock out the the guy making brownies who puts them in a, uh, well, give me a, a little Debbie's packaging. No, but the guy who's making those packages might. That's probably your target, right? Yeah, yeah. But then the whole thing is, you're just not allowed to like start selling packaged food. There's ways to do it. There's compliance issues at it, and, and so if I like well, started a website, Tom's Raw Unpasteurized Milk. Yeah. com and I'm selling that. I can expect somebody to come to my door and say, "Excuse me, what are you doing?" And yeah. I'd be like, "What? I'm just trying to live the American dream, setting out invoices, you know, helping people, you know, business." And then, uh, and they don't you have a license for that? And be like, "I milk the cow. I put it in a thing. I sell the sell the thing the milk cow did. What's the problem?" You know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, right? Like the just recent things I bought. I'm guaranteed there wasn't no kitchen inspection, you know, any of this stuff. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so, you see, it's all these regulations involved, right? Yeah, yeah. No, 100% I get it. But the thing is, you're going to have these bad players all the time until you get rid of the packaging because it's so easily available. Uh, bad players are out there. But fortunately, bad players are about like one out of 8,000. And so the one out of 8,000 bad player, um, like, Ratio rule is a pretty interesting piece of uh, psychology and also statistics. And you may not be familiar with it, but uh, I'll tell you because we don't have all that much news uh, to get to. So uh, this is more important than news sometimes. And uh, they've done studies because now we have eBay. And we've had eBay for like 20 years. So now that you have this ability to like completely scam people Hmm. and just try to rip them off uh, anonymously through the Internet, like, you know, they're going to give you junk. It turns out that only about one in eight thousand people are doing that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, that means that there's very few bad actors that are currently out there, but they are out there, and they're going to do it anyway. I think they're going to do it, but if you want to protect the consumer uh, and also your branding, uh, go go after the the way the, the the way you can, which would be the the label manufacturers, because the, the the people making the brownies. Are gonna create something else, right? They're gonna now they gotta be inventive. Now they gotta create because now they gotta because right now they're they're easily able to sell those because it's a niche type, keech type thing, right? And opposed to like, it's like strains, man. People had to like brand the strains, right? Like we like DJ Short, uh, Kyle Cushman, you know these guys. Well, stuff these moves are, so much slower in the past. Well, but the reason why we know names is because people perfected an art. They did a thing and they worked on it. Whereas I don't know if Stonios is any good at their do. I just know it's a cool little package. I'll try it one time. And if it doesn't taste like Oreos and it doesn't get me high, well, who am I going to, who am I going to yelp? <laughs> you, you'd complain again. Like if, what if, what if you got sick? What if something again. bad happened? Like there are rules when you make a packaged food good. There yeah. are. And so there's exceptions to the rules, usually on a state by state basis called like cottage, cottage right. business exceptions. And so like these are just tiny little statutes that states pass so that you can have those wonderful farmers markets. But between the time that you're at that farmers market stage and the next level, you have to comply with federal guidelines. Right. Yeah. Right. Then the, the problem is these bodies people want to, but they can't. Because but then they, they should they should do a financial model. They should call us, go over to cannabis legalization, not cannabis legalization news. You can go to that website. 
It is there, by the way. You can visit us there. But uh, Cannabis Industry Lawyer, and then we can help you get in compliance with those things so you can go to that level. I mean, and then not only that, we can build your financial models over a collateral base where then we can say, okay, based on this, we think that you can afford this much debt, and these are some uh, people that we would like to introduce you to. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, four more days, baby. Four more days. Four more days. Four more days. Miggy and I have a 9% chance of being dispensary winners in four more days. So you're saying there's a chance. Yes, much better than that chance that everybody had playing the Powerball yesterday for 600 million. That's like one in 300 million. Now, if your chances are one in nine, well, about yeah, about one in, no, that's, that's 11%. One in 12 or one in 11 is about our chances. Mm. Uh, one in 11 is way better than one in 300 million. Like a lot, a lot better than one in 300 million. So uh, we got some health kind of news the next we one. We do. We have some interesting health news on this one. Overuse of marijuana linked to surgery complications, including death, according to a study. And this is being reported out of CNN on July the 5th. Remember, we led the show off saying most of the easy ground of legalization is probably behind us. And then we talked about how it's really only three states. And so now we have these wonderful articles coming from CNN. Yeah. Uh, clinical overuse of marijuana is linked to a variety of complications after major elective surgery. So this really only appeals to the narcissists that are watching, including blood clots, stroke, breathing difficulties, kidney issues, and even death. Again, that is major elective surgery so would you like to have this surgery yes my butt just does not look right doctor i i do not identify with my butt i just think you know the uh it's not cause and effect right just because you're a smoker right yeah you know there was the blood clots you know i think they disregard the whole endocannabinoid system right I, i don't have a uh, when you put me even under with, with anesthesia system. But I, I do think we do have to visit this one. Uh, Arthur said, considering prior analysis, they have found that nearly three in every 10 marijuana users develop a dependence on weed called cannabis use disorder. So, uh, Miggy, how are you coping with your cannabis use disorder? It's more of a bullshit disorder because I'm constantly just firing this bullshit all around us, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, some, there's some bullshit involved. I like to say that I, uh, I deal with my cannabis use disorder by trying to be cleaner when I'm using my grinder and I don't spill it everywhere. You know? Oh, like um, a little OCD. Well, no, it's like the, the only uh, abuse disorder is wasting it. Well, what, 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 uh, yeah, right, like uh, drug or alcohol abuse is like when you spill the beer. There you uh, go. Uh, that's that. No, that's your drinking problem. Like, there you go. Because like, the drinking problem from airplane, like he would drink and be like, and then I'm not I'm not gonna douse myself with water. It's just YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think I mean again fear mongering is more of this article reefer madness. I mean if it was an actual fact fact, we would hear more about it and also uh, it would be used against us. On you know, they would be laid out the, the bodies like in a in a war. This is kinda of feels like sometimes, right? With all this bullshit, like things that are being heard and, and yet prohibition you know it just keeps getting a little i mean we're so much closer it was mentioned in uh uh you know by the president twice with directives but hey he will use that he's gonna he's gonna polish that chestnut off in a couple of years and use us to get him a second term by dropping it to schedule three or something like yeah reschedule it you know and he's gonna do it he's gonna do it effective january 25th 2025 That'd be Think awesome. about why. Think yeah, about I know. I, again, he makes it an issue, and then like DeSantis be like, "No, elect me. I will never allow that to happen." And people be like, "Fuck that." And again, I said the last, the last guy, the shittiest criminal in the world. I would have voted for him if he just would legalize it, right? Like that was my in eight years of Obama, knowing that this guy smoked. I was highly disappointed by the, but it, I also have to get. it. I understand where you're the first black president. You're the first of a lot of things. We that, didn't even have health care, so he's like, "You're yeah. right." You're right, but dude, bro, we don't even have health care. Can we get that done? And then weed yeah. will take care of itself because people will demand it for health care purposes. And they exactly. are. 
holistic yeah. too, right? There's another argument for it, the, just to be a holistic option for us. Yeah, but remember, hemlock's pretty holistic as well. That shit'll kill you. Uh, anyway, well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's what killed for? Socrates. But uh, so the common elective surgeries are not just uh, people who had have uh, desire to get a better booty or something. It is actually, you know, surgeries are like hernia repair, gallbladder removal. So uh, you had an elective surgery. Miggy. Colon surgery, yeah. breast lump biopsy, mastectomy, hysterectomy, hip or knee replacement, spinal fusions, and lumbar disc surgeries. And so over 6,000 of the 12,000 patients had cannabis use disorder. And they were carefully matched with patients who didn't. And compared with people that weren't, the cannabis use disorder were more likely to suffer complications from those surgeries. It's such a bullshit article, though, because well, like when I had my surgery, I was very honest with both the uh, all the all the doctors about like, yeah, I smoke a lot of weed, and they're like, do you drink? And I was like, and I lied a little bit about that. I was like, you know, I, I do a little bit. I, I do lie. like to have a Coca Cola now and then, boss. <laughs> but like, when it came to like the actual surgery, dude, my only requirement was uh, to drink only water. No, no water. And uh, no food at a certain time, and also no smoking. They asked me, and so, you know, the next morning I did what they asked, and uh, there was no asking like, uh, "Are you high right now?" or anything. It was, it was like this is a bullshit article. For at least for elective surgeries. Oh, oh, hang on. Yeah, you yeah. just mentioned this might be a bullshit article. Well, would a bullshit article have this paragraph, Miggy? Let's let's check this out. Okay, here it is. Let's drill in on this. See if it's bullshit. Uh, the difference was modest, a 7.73 higher risk for those with the disorder compared with a 6.57% risk for patients who didn't have the disorder, but significant according to the authors. Um, okay, so according to the authors who are trying to get published, by the way, it is significant that a one point less than 2% chance be highlighted. So, Niggy, if you could not use cannabis or have a 1.2% chance of maybe having a little bit more problems with a surgery uh, that you elect to have but don't necessarily need, uh, would you use weed? Probably. But, you know, I, I, me too. My, my cannabis use disorder, though, as I'm thinking about it, though, is, is this disorder where, like, I feel like we should all be equal. And like, uh, you know, even people in Tennessee and Kentucky should be able to do like what I'm doing and smoking weed in their front porch and mm -hmm. drinking a beer and do podcasts and do stupid shit and not worry about law enforcement, uh, nosy neighbors, um, even nosy anybody walking by because I'm doing something perfectly legal. And, you know, it's, and that's the frustrating part, right, with all the social media shit that we deal with and all the shadow banning and deletions of accounts. This is the, the my social, my cannabis use disorder. Because I still use mm. it of all the bullshit we put up with. It helps me yes. put up with all the bullshit. Yes. Um, uh, it does suck. But then it's one of those deals where once it changes and it is federally legal, this channel should grow substantially faster. And again, and so should like all of them. But that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, if suddenly everybody who's trying to find out about weed isn't reminded that it's illegal at the federal level and also you have a use disorder, so do you need help? Uh, and instead was just, you know, given the answers they were looking for, uh, that would really be a boon for our channel. Like, you know, well, I mean, it, it was fun when we, we, we started to have like views and get yeah. suggested. And then they're like, oh, what are they talking about? Oh, fuck no. Well, it, it comes in waves, right? Because the algorithm occasionally goes, oh, they just passed a new law. Maybe this is not so bad or what. We I, I always say yes. And then I also think it's when they switch employees. So like the teams have switched. And sure. so they they know like they know to not actively like. So the person who knows to actively censor us has been reassigned. So Google, if you're watching, please help change the world and make it a better place because we're going to legalize a plant that you and I both know should never have been like made illegal. Reassign Timmy or Bob or Jill or whoever's working on our account so that the next person lets it get out into the ether. It, it just it makes no sense to why we fight. We face so much, especially even like people. And again, you don't even touch the plant. You, you touch contracts. But like, right. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got kicked. I am one spray. step to the left. Come on. Yeah. 
and you get kicked off of banking. So you already have your own banking issues with that kind of stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's another egregious part of this prohibition that um, shit, man, it, it, that is the disorder. It's the, the America has the, the, the use disorder, not us. Yes. And because of that, we're going to play some Name That Strain. Oh, yeah, here you go. It is That Strain. That's the one that you Ooh. shall name. Today's strain is brought to you by Frosty, Frosty Nugs uh, that have green and purple hues. They've been well trimmed. There's no sugar leaves left on that bitch. And she uh, may be ready to be jarred or, or not. I can't tell. It, it does look pretty good. Probably so sticky. All the just trichomes all over this thing. So yep. yummy. Mm. Scratches it's, a good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Was this a sativa or indica, do you know? Let's do the hints because we do do the hints. And uh, the hints are this is alien cookies crossed with oh my God. mints number 11. What's up? You didn't even have to fucking... Damn. <laughs> John Woodyard, not even hints. He just, just comes right through Jack. with Cap. What happened? Junkie. I don't know. I don't know where he gets it, but he did. <laughs> Cap Junkie. That's wow. it. According to Leafly.com, Cap Junkie is an extremely potent, pungent cannabis strain crossing Alien Cookies and Cushman's 11. Cultivar collaborates a project between two of the most important modern breeders, Mac Capulator and Seed Junkie Genetics. Seed Junkie sold Cap Junkie clones for a grand each. Back in 2021, Cap's Farm affiliate LA made sold Cap Junkie flowers in 2022. In Cali's adult use market, the Alien Cookies helped make them the top strain Mac Cushman's. Muy nice. And that became the backbone of Seed Junkie's mince brand in collaboration with Cookies, which we were talking about earlier because now they beefing in a lawsuit. I wonder what happened. Uh, money. I will guarantee you that's what happened. It's the same thing that always happens. Uh, money. Yeah. And if you have money, don't forget to head on over to Cannabis Industry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't, 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 don't ever be mad about worrying about that bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, like, like the fairness of this whole situation has never been, you know, like, like the whole activism. People think, like, uh, I honestly, it's always for me, it's about the growers, man. Like, those guys should be allowed to grow without any threats of like law enforcement or um, any uh, prosecutions from their local community. Like, the, the plant needs a chance, and then yeah. let the stores figure it out. Yeah, exactly, and like we can regulate. Just, I had some corn that was grown a block from my house on tuesday at our uh, little little cookout on the fourth you know at a veggie brat and some locally grown sweet corn because that's i'm me i'm a hayseed i'm a hick and mm. uh and so that's that's what i got to do it was it was fantastic so it's the closest business to our house called ron's produce it's just down the road uh, and so like before you get to the closest like restaurant or drinking establishment to our house you pass a farm okay yeah, yeah. And, then, and then for like sustainability right because i know I my, like myself i'm i'd be both a shitty hunter and a shitty farmer because it takes mm -hmm. a lot of attention but like right now i'm staring at my neighbor's front front yard front yard mind you and uh he's got two rows of uh corn growing in the front yard right like now, only if we could do that with weed, just grow it in yeah. your front yard, cure it, not worry about like any violent takeover, you know, because if it's so normalized, people think about the potlucks. You know how it is when I got tomato, I got a tomato problem that I need to beef about. Uh, there will be more tomatoes than I know what to do with. I could take up juggling clumsily and just drop tomatoes everywhere. I'd still have more tomatoes that I have to get rid of. Uh, and, and I just don't understand what we're going to do with all of them. Yeah. That could be weed. And this could be you, too. Again, I'm yeah. sitting in front of my house with a fucking ounce, fucking just chilling, like nothing. Like, this is something that when I do spill it by accident, I don't get as sad. Like I said, 18-year-old me would, would be horrified by all the weed I've wasted. <laughs> Dunlap, Illinois is not ready for that. But, uh, hey, we got some uh, interesting crap to talk about. This is out of MJBiz.com. Cannabis irritation. 
or I'm sorry, irradiation. It poses a quandary for growers and scares consumers. That's out of uh, July 5th uh, from mjbiz.com. What do you think about cannabis irradiation? Is it irradiation or is it irradiation? irradiation. Cannabis irradiation. We're going to zap some gamma rays on your cannabis <laughs> flower. Put, your, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Right there. It's more, more for microbial contamination. So, I mean, I don't think it, it would transfer over to the consumer. But, you know, we don't know until, like, we, we do But they do it with it. everything. They do it, like, with meat and stuff. They yeah. Should. Nine vegetables can be radiated. Nine food varietals. I wish it was vegetables. I think the, the question would be, like, how it affects the trichomes and stuff. Uh, they say lettuce and spinach. So if you're out mm. there eating lettuce and spinach and you don't want it to be recalled, there might be a chance it had some gamma radiation passed over it for your safety. You're welcome. Yeah, there's no trichomes on lettuce. I'm not worried about the. Yeah, I still eat. I eat lettuce. I smoke the trichomes. You know. What I'm saying is that that that'd be my only concern is like the the radiation. Like it could do damage maybe to like the trichomes, but at that point you still, you know, it should be noted maybe on the packaging, right? There's there, mm -hmm. there's so many like, like even like here in Washington State where we require uh, higher levels of testing for the medical stuff, not for the recreational uh, market, but yet um, it's the same plant. Right, like it's not being digested in a different way. It, it's being consumed the same, but because you want to say it's medical, why don't we test all things the same with that are consumables? Right, like what? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I tell you, a lot of people got uh, cancer from that talcum powder. Hey, yeah. have to test that shit. But uh, just with you know, if the consumer's aware, the consumer will smoke shitty weed, even if it was like Eagle Twenty Two using it. Right, because like well, because it, because the price was X and the THC level was Y. Duh. Let them smoke their own booty, their own smoke. Booth. Yeah, that's that's what I I really I I don't think this this strain would sell booty weed. I don't think it would. Oh, I bet you. But I think you could probably make it sell if you if you marketed it right. Damn right. But well, yeah, one of the things that I would do because I'm a jerk. Uh, if I was uh, trying to you know, control sales, I would A-B test names and I would say like, no, just same thing that they did with like OG cushion headband, allegedly. Some people say that's not true, but uh, you call it, you call one this and you call oh, one yeah. that and then you see which one leaves first and then get rid of that name and be like, oh, shh, shh, shh. You're, well, you're, you, a, you're a secret person. You know it now. But you know, those people that I, like those people I sent those seeds to, they don't have to say what the name of the plant is when they give it to their buddies. They can call it what they want. This is grandma's pussy. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's gonna buy that. You should no. call it grandma's pie. Maybe yeah, oh. then. <laughs> and still, and still, I'd be like, do you got anything else? You know, uh, but anyway, hey, you know what we have to report on? There was a boon in stock news this uh, this oh, week. Yeah. We should talk about some stocks. Hot stock. For no good reason at all, what it seemed like. Uh, Curaleaf was up 33% last week. It went from $3 to $4, adding 33% in value to its market cap. And I think it's because of the merger talks. And I, and I think people are, uh, you know, it's probably people in the inside already doing all the buying, right? Uh, gambling is what a lot of it, I believe. That's how I would describe it, gambling. But then uh, the merger and the stocks in, in cannabis do not follow uh, a lot of like sense. And right. they've been so dead for so long, somebody just might, might have bought a lot for but no good reason. Well, or it could be a good reason where it's like now everybody else will jump in and then they'll sell off and then it'll... Bomb it's out, not a right? stocks. Well, that, that's sometimes how stocks work. Isn't how Bernie Madoff no, took out no. Europe? No, that's not how Bernie Madoff got benefited from uh, years of stock appreciations. And so, like, there could be a Bernie Madoff off there right now making the same same thing. Like, the stock market is generally going up right now. If it does have a big sellout, that's when the, the, the ocean washes out and you see where the bodies are buried. That's what happened to Bernie Madoff. Uh, Bernie was just saying he was doing a split strike strategy, which is basically just what they call a straddle in like options trading. And, and that is it never works because that's how math works. And so, they, you know, if you do the math, you're like, you're not getting this return. But nobody understands how you know, stock options are priced or derivatives. So he didn't get caught. Remember that. That's how your regulators are. Your regulators are not as smart 
as the people that are creating the products that they are regulating. So there's people up here creating these private products like yeah. stock options and derivatives and, and uh, other uh, aspects, kind of like, you know, your your contracts that they did in the big short where they have yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the side bets, like the insurance contracts. Well, holy crap. Uh, that's that's kind of how the world works. And so like and it's worse. It's not just financial instruments that are doing it. It's AI and tech. But the, the like the like when the housing market, right? There are people who win when people lose, which is crazy. The fact that you yeah. someone's allowed it's a hedge. To, yeah. It's an insurance contract. Yeah. Close my mind. Close my mind. Now the insurance industry is in the trillions and it's extremely complex. And you know what they do? It's it's amazing. Uh, they don't pay out on claims. They just sue you. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. A lot of lawyers. Do you know what they do? Insurance. Oh. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, this this also might have explained the stock pop that we had. And that stock pop in uh, Curleaf may be from the Kronos Group, saying it's reviewing yeah. unsolicited indications of interest from potential buyers. And so there might be a stock purchase by Curleaf of the Kronos Group, who is backed by tobacco giant Altria. Oh. So Marlboro might be getting into the Curleaf game. So you think maybe they might be uh, staging himself for like a descheduling type position? I have no idea. I'm just saying that Marlboro might be getting into the Curleaf game. So sure. if you're going to go buy Curleaf products and this transaction closes, remember, you're supporting Marlboro cigarettes. Yeah, but Curleaf was kind of like already the Marlboro of weed. Well, yeah, if Marlboro yeah. was owned by a Russian billionaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true too. I can't believe this is the industry we're reporting on. It's just, it's just so chicanery. It's just, and then that happened. Yep. Yeah. 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 How much? I and mean, did anyone some... care? No. Well, uh, it was uh, Box Brown pointing out that uh, uh, you know you have to have oligarch money to get out and start in some of this stuff. So yeah, correct. Insane. And once again, can't stress this enough. Got that oligarch money? Wants you to go over to cannabisindustrylawyer.com. <laughs> Fill out our little form. You just might be our ideal client. And then you can also visit us over at freethc.com. I'm sorry. That's that's not correct. Facebook.com backslash freethc. Uh, and so you can see Miggy's dank memes. Come. We got some international news. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me cue the carts. I yep, haven't yep. done that yet. And so the international news. Oh, I like it. Uh, this one's interesting. You want to hit the uh, international bumper? Got it. In international news, we have Germany publishing draft law for Pillar 1, confirming plans to declassify cannabis as a narcotic. Yeah, they're finally doing it. Well, well you know, we talked about this before because it was the EU that was kind of giving the issues of their intent. Yes, yes. And so the EU issues, I, I predict, will remain. And there will be change. This is the gentlemanly bet we should make with the people of France or, I don't know, Amsterdam. We'll bet you a heine from the Amsterdamian people and or a Bex in Germany uh, to one of our American Budweiser's, which you don't have to drink if, if we win, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you will legalize weed before we do because we have more confidence in your government structure to act like adults because you educated your population and and provided for them with health care and also a month off oh yeah we said america fuck yeah but this is a pillar one it says yeah. enables private self-cultivation but for adults as well as communal purposes. Uh, the draft of the first pillar was submitted to the departments for vote at the end of June of 23 and the hearing of the federal and state associations. Pillar two will have commercial supply chain. So they are going to move forward with pillar one, home grow. It's only a matter of time now. That's, that's pretty dope. Germany might be the hotspot for uh, a European... Uh... Well, Amsterdam, ha well, the Netherlands, the Dutch, by the way, uh, they have given out 10 licenses, and now they kind of have a New York situation in Amsterdam where they have given out the licenses, but uh, they haven't really been regulated the coffee shops. And so where their supply comes from, there's not a lot of track and trace 
let's say, in Amsterdam. Right. Will the regulators require more track and trace? That would be great for the 10 license holders in Amsterdam. That'd be interesting to see, dude. Like, I mean, you've been there back in the day, and I just yeah. think it's kind of oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, I've been there back in the day. If uh, we get some clients out there and, and help one of those 10 stand up, you know, I'd love to go out and visit. Yeah, but it's so wild, though, that they've had these uh, cafes and, and venues and things they do there, but, like, the weed magically appears. Like, like that's the basis of the did, whole law. Did you pray to the weed fairy? Wait, Just, I was supposed to pray? Before Canada legalized it, um, I visited a, a cafe in Vancouver when I was in the Navy, and I was just excited to see what it was about. So I went to it, and uh, they were like, uh, well, "I was like, well, where do you get the weed? How, do, how does how does it happen?" And he's like, "Just just stand up front, just stand up front for about ten minutes, and uh, you won't have a problem." I mean, there was like this dude dressed in all black, looked like a beatnik poet, smoking a, a, a joint bigger than my arm, and then a bunch of other people doing bong hits. And I was like, "Okay, that's kind of cool," but. You guys got I, any more of that? Yeah, it's, it's this much per gram. Yeah, but being in, in a service at the time, I, I didn't partake, cause, but there was nothing in the cafe itself. They just uh, give you, gave you the space to buy coffee and smoke your joints, so it was pretty dope. Right. Well, uh, speaking of some pretty dope stuff, uh, you get some rights down in Arkansas, by the way. Not sure that other places have these types of rights, but oh, yeah. new Arkansas law allows medical cannabis card holders to conceal carry handguns. This is another, and this is out of KATV.com, which I'm assuming is WNB, no, that's it's ABC7, Little Rock or something like that. Uh, but they're reporting that uh, with this new law, Arkansanians? Are they Arkansanians? Arkansanians? Yeah. The people of Arkansas have the right to conceal carry, even if they are a medical cannabis patient. And that violates the federal law because the federal law says if you use cannabis, you can't have guns, which is an infringement on your Second Amendment. We don't support that. And neither do federal judges in Oklahoma and hopefully soon in your state. It's the first state, though, that I heard of that allows us this, this standing. I mean, yeah. Well, you can't go wrong guns in South Dakota or New Arkansas. Eh, I, you know, if Americans cared more about health care than they did about guns, we'd be a lot healthier. We need guns less, but whatever. You know, uh, no, I know. People just love them. They just love them. And I, and I don't, I kind of understand why it's like a lot of power. You know, people love power. I think it's just easy policy making where, again, they, they tap into fear mongering strings, right? And then they're like, we're going to get this rule for you. We're going to get it done for you. And it's really bullshit, right? They're doing it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Where's but the they're saying it's for you. Yeah. yeah. Where if they've done that, hey, how about you go to the White House and go get it federally fixed for us, buddy? Get us all, you know. Now that we got that, I we, we're going to a, a party later. And so, yeah, it okay. is maybe at the White House, you know. I'm going to bring got this some powder. List. Yeah. Sorry, you know, there's this list I got to go by. I mean, right. it's always a, uh, an excuse for not getting shit done well but. you get what you wanted done and, and you get your shit and then it just becomes well i don't know about your yeah. stuff i'm good i'm I good appreciate like you. do you you agree though i'm good okay and so it, that's one of the hard parts you know with a lot of politics if you don't have the flow you don't get shit yeah, yeah. I'm, well, it's also like justice, unfortunately. If your lawyer doesn't know somebody to help you get... I mean, that's a lot of law. It's just knowing a guy that knows a guy. Yeah, You're just paying the up. one... Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. That's <laughs> our show for the, the, the week. We had yeah. uh, a perfectly good cannabis legalization news. Uh, you know where I'll be in two weeks? I got a place that I'll be in two weeks. You're going to be somewhere tomorrow, aren't you? Tomorrow? I'm going to go to oh, work. Oh, I thought tomorrow you're going to Maryland. Is that where you're going in two weeks? Oh, no. Maryland. Two weeks. Okay. That is uh, the, what is it? It says the 19th? No, 21st. 21st and 22nd. I'll be mm. in Maryland at the Baltimore Convention Center. I'm going to have to go find out what hotel is next to the Baltimore Convention Center. Uh, and at this show, the Lucky Leaf Show uh, in Baltimore. We're going to be at a place talking about stuff and uh Social equity is big in Baltimore. I'm not if sure you like, if you knew that. If you like seafood, make sure you uh, go to a place out there because they're known. I for hear that. that. I hear that. Yeah. I hear they're known for seafood. Yeah. I'll be doing some of that, perhaps. Uh, you know the. It was like me and the chili in New Mexico. 
<laughs> yeah, the chili in New Mexico is great. And so, yeah, I yeah. guess I do kind of maybe have to do some seafood in Baltimore uh, at the Lucky Leaf Convention. And if you guys want to get out there, here is a coupon code that you can use over at uh, this address right on over there. Hang on. Hang on. Take copy and paste. Working on a Mac Mini here, by the way. It's in there. You're and good. There you go. And so it's it's all out there now. Sweet. Uh, yeah, Baltimore Collateral Twenty Five will get you twenty five percent off. It's a limited market state. They're giving away eighty dispensaries. You can only win two. It's social equity. Uh, it's going to be a lottery, and that's how it's going to play. What's the event? Is it going to be like it's a networking event, like Canacon, or? Ah, uh, a- yes, it's a, basically a Canacon. And so okay. I'll I'll do the the Canacon circuit a little bit more. Maybe not as much as Tony Gallo over at Sapphire. Uh, but a little bit more. So we'll do a few up in uh, Minnesota, especially next year. Hopefully Kentucky next year. Maybe uh, in 25, like Andy Bashir has to win. Has to win Kentucky this fall for medical to roll out in Kentucky. Dude, I feel all America right now. I just had an eagle fly over my head. It was fucking dope. <laughs> mm. I oh, wish wow. you could have been able to, to you know, just be like, oh, grab the camera. <laughs> I was just like so impressed. I mean, I could have, but I was just like, what the? F- Holy crap. <laughs> Cool. All right, well, uh, yeah, uh, Miggy is reporting live from where an eagle has just flown over him. We will see you next week. And don't forget to tune in to Cannabis Legalization News then because you will find out if Miggy and I have won a dispensary. There's a Until chance. Until next time. There's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. 